0: M-S-O-W Media
1: Hi, I'm Frances Collier And I'm Angela V. Shelton We are Frangela and welcome to The Final Word The Final Word With Frangela The Final Word The Final Word The Final Word The final word. The final word. The final word. Thank you for joining us here on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and at MSW Media. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We want to thank everyone who has been supporting us through Patreon. Our new Patreon supporters, thank you very much. Thank you for coming on board. And you know what? You know what you get for being a Patreon supporter, Angela? So that's a very, very warm, satisfying feeling that cud- you can cuddle up with every night at the end <laughs> of every hard day. Besides that, for instance, I think you get three, three, three micro idiots. Yes, a week. That is some of the best, best self-care you can be doing for yourself right now for the low, low price. I mean, entry price of five bucks. What? I'm just saying. Micro Idiots, in case you don't understand, is where we take an idiot of the week that didn't make it into the actual Idiot of the Week podcast. So if you've said us idiots and you haven't heard them before, they are probably in Micro Idiot. And there are literally hundreds of them available to you right now if you sign up. We understand that not everybody can be a Patreon. We want to thank those of you who can And those of you who cannot, we are with you. We understand. We appreciate your support. You can support us by getting other people to listen to this podcast. And by just tweeting and Instagramming and whatevering about it. You know, let people know it exists. Cut out audio and share it. Yes. And you can get a cameo from Frangela You go to cameo.com and we can give you a pick-me-up video, wish you a happy birthday, wish you a happy anniversary, you name it. That's right. You can give it as a gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And guess what? Guess what? what? We have another sexy liberal saving democracy tour show here in Los Angeles at the Saban, October 22nd. But Francis, what can I do if I cannot get to Los Angeles? Well, we got you covered there too. Do you know that you can go to sexyliberal.com and click on the pay-per-view option and be with us that night? What? 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 Pay-per-view live live yes. on October 22nd that I can then watch anytime for I forget how long after that? Yes! That's amazing. Woo! And and can we announce Portland yet? I and mean, we look. It's we probably are doing a show yeah. on November twelfth. I think right. Is it the twelfth? Yeah, the twelfth, November twelfth in Portland to create to do a new comedy album. Woo! So it'll come be up on, on our out. website. I'm pretty sure that's the date. Um, but just we're, we're gonna loosely, loosely claim it. We're gonna claim, claim it. it. We're gonna claim it. We're gonna claim it. And you can always join us every Friday on the for the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show for Fridays with Frangela. We love it. Um, okay. I think we need to start with my sort of a semi-homegirl representative and vice chairperson of the January 6th committee, Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney, girl, won't you won't you take a bow? Take pick up your flowers, girl. Pick Here up your flowers. Is. Here she is with the with the key info.
0: This afternoon, I am offering this resolution that the committee directs the chairman. To issue a subpoena for relevant documents and testimony under oath from Donald John Trump.
1: Now I'm trying to get somebody to make this into a ringtone for me. (laughs) I I would really like to hear that all the shizzle. I don't think I could ever get tired, Francis, ever, ever, ever get tired of hearing that. No, 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 no. Because you know why? We have been waiting. We have been anxiously awaiting for this moment ever since january 6th that's right because at the end of the day what they should have done was walked up into the the oval office and clamped some cuffs on those tiny wrists thank then. you thank you you probably didn't even have to use, you could have used like like baggy twist ties i was going to say paper clips oh that's even better because <laughs> they harder and it's it's more unnecessarily petally cruel which i love it's the herrings were great and i and i really encourage you if you haven't seen it not to just watch the roundup, but watch the whole hearing because yeah. um, I know you can see it on YouTube. I know you can probably go to the the Congress um, and uh, at least the House of Representatives and get a link to the full hearing. They were riveting. They did an excellent job of making it very clear that there is one person who is responsible for this entire event and it's Donald J. Trump. That's right. And they, uh, Democratic Representative Benny Thompson, who chairs the committee, announced that the committee had changed its, you know, the uh, Thursday public hearing Mm -hmm. to a a business meeting, which is a technical difference, but Mm -hmm. means that the committee can vote, see, vote on investigative actions. You know what? You got to love mm -hmm. some Robert's Rules motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That may gave me a boner. I mean, I was like, I have never been excited by a procedural argument like I'm this in my life. Like, oh, this isn't a hearing. No. People have been calling it a hearing, but today's not a hearing. Today we're doing business. Yeah, it's a, business. <laughs> it's a business. business. It's a business, it business day. It's a business. And our business today is to hold this mofo accountable for trying to insurrect up on this constitution and this government. Yep. And I was so I was really, I was proud um of everyone there and and to just see how they organize this this evidence and and some of it we'd seen before but there's new evidence that we're going to get to that was completely i mean riveting but they went through how at every step of this plot that started well before january 6th Mm -hmm. that that there's indications of is going as far back as july parts of it of the previous year way before the election um that at every step of this way, not only did Donald Trump know he had lost the election, know that the actions he was taking were illegal, he went ahead and did them anyway. He knew there was violence going on and he went ahead and did it anyway. Yes, he did. Yes. You know what? He went. He, and not only did he go ahead and do it, he fomented it. He started, he seeded the, the land and, and made sure that the entire time. This was part of the plan the entire time. Absolutely. And they literally, to hear them, to go through, there's so many things that I want to address. But I want to first, my first thing is I liked, I like, I got to give some style points. I'm starting with Jared footage. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't need it. It was just It was paid. They didn't need it. it was they didn't need it. We knew Jared like, said this before, you know? Right. It was like, but you know, just in case, you have forgotten about this warmy motherfucker. Let's pull him through. Let's drag his ass through the mud. Because it's like, you know, he and Ivanka just cleaned up everything they said. They got put in from that committee. Mm-hmm. And they went, oh, by the way, Jared was one of the people who told him he'd lost the election. Yeah, And he knew that he'd lost the election. The red mirage that didn't happen. Um, so they brought that footage out. I, I had to get style points on that. Yeah, And then I liked when the January select committee aired the previously unseen footage from Fork. Fort McNair. Because let me tell you Mm. something. I didn't we didn't know what happened to Nancy specifically, or Chuck specifically, or Mitch specifically. But I what I love about whoever that aide is who had that camera going and had Mm -hmm. the footage, you give that person a a race today. Well, frankly, there should have been somebody on an, an archivally. I my assumption has been there's always somebody doing that. But like but this was amazing. And the thing is that the the, the footage they show of of I, and they were very careful to directly contrast it, mind you, at the same moment that the Capitol is being violated, the police officers are being attacked, overrun, beaten down. Tear gassed, stabbed with flags, <laughs> you know, um, at that moment, Donald Trump is in the dining room watching it. Yep. Being appealed to by everyone to do something and not doing it. In fact, the only things he do he does do, like the tweet about, you know, Mike Pence has failed us, inflame the crowd further. At the same time, he's doing that. You have Pelosi, Schumer in in a bunker. Yep knowing everybody's lives are in danger saying you know what these people can't have this victory not only do we need to get this stopped and taken under control but we are going back to the capitol yes and okay. we are finishing this work that is our duty i loved i love that i loved seeing nancy seeing her in that coat number Ooh. one in the coat let's get a coat style and let's be clear about some unflappable Yes. Right. Be clear that Francis and I, our bitch asses, would have been crying in a corner, <laughs> going, Oh Jesus, oh Jesus, did that just happen? Don't let oh Jesus. Oh what are we gonna do? What yeah, are we gonna do, Nancy? And they no. were they were not, they were about their duty, they were about trying to get more people out there. They were begging the governor, they were begging the mayor, they were doing everything they could. And for the last year plus, Trump, etc. have tried to pin the National Guard not being there and not being ready for for This event are not coming once the violence started on Nancy Pelosi. Although she has absolutely no, no, she's not in that chain of command. She's just sitting there begging. And all, and in fact, what she was doing was filling in the role. She's talking. They have her talking to Vice President Mike Pence. Yes, in this footage, saying to him, they have Schumer calling out the Attorney General, yeah. the Acting AG. Um, what's his name? Ooh, being like, why don't you do your job, your duty? Yeah. And get the president to tell these people to go home. And then they wrap it up by showing when Trump does tell them to go home finally after four or whatever, they did go home. Yes. Here's a quote from Nancy Pelosi to to Rosen. She says the concern that we have is for personal safety uh, transcends everything. She was like, basically, she was like, I don't give a damn about the shit on the floor down there. We can clean that. She literally says the poo poo. We can clean that. We can clean that up. She was like, but we got a we have a job to do. And it's gonna get done. It's going to get done. And she said, we need to get back in there. And she says that Mitch McConnell was the one calling for it. Because they've all been, because she's like, can we go back to the Capitol? Are we back in session? And what she gets told is we were back in session, but now people are putting on their gas masks and preparing for tear gas. And then she goes, Can you believe this? Yeah. Can you believe? And I'm like, no, I can't. And but they are the entire time what they are focused on. Is that we have a job to do, and she says we cannot give them this victory. We will be certifying this election today. Yes, Mitch yes. McConnell was agreement. It's very clear that Kevin McCarthy, I, they were all on agreement. Yep, they were there to do the job, and 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 there it was. And you know, let's you know who I need to talk to. I these two bitches need to talk to Tony Ornato okay? Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. find out what's going the on. The head of the- Trump's Secret Service detail, he was the one in the, he's in the the beast or whatever, the right. uh, SUV with him. For me, this whole thing of refusing to believe that uh, the Secret Service is not a politically motivated organization is disgusting to me. It's, 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 it's the same issue I have with the Army, with the police it is this thank boy you. scout status that we want to give you. to the fbi thank you know you know what it's- fuck an eagle scout i don't give a fuck about what you did in the past i don't give a fuck what you, thank you, you, you. It, these were people who were supporting trump and didn't give a fuck about who was showing up because they were quote unquote their people and I think that they did more than they were, they're facilitating this. That's right. I think that that, that it's beyond uh, simply they. and I find it fascinating. We've talked about this in, on, in many topics. Why is it so difficult for people to call white supremacists, white supremacists? No. Why is it so difficult to believe that Mitch McConnell maybe just agrees with an agenda? No. Why is it so difficult to believe that, 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 that the members of the Secret Service or FBI or Justice Department actually do want to see a dictatorship or actually do believe in white supremacy? Why is that so difficult? because what I find fascinating, it's over and over again, like they, you know, MSNBC goes to Andrew Weissman, who's a, you know, a former, you know, member of government, whatever, lawyer. And he and others repeatedly talk about the intelligence failure here, because what we, but what we learned very clearly in today's testimony that the committee put forward is that there was no failure of intelligence. They knew all of these statements were going on. What what the Secret Service has done is they've deleted their texts. So we can't see their real in time. I believe there's only one reason to do that, but they had over a million emails and it's back and forth for months. They've known in that week and that morning. They've been watching it on Twitter. They've been watching it on Parler. Thank you. And Twitter had notified them. They had a Twitter employee who exactly. had said we notified them. And then frankly, that morning, they had arrested dozens of people for arms violations in the yep. area. They knew that crowd was armed before anybody else. And it's simply they didn't do anything or they failed. Andrew Weissman went on to say, it's probably more than, it might be probably more than just intelligence favor. And then you get Frank Faguzzi, who is one of the biggest, pur- he's one of the biggest purveyors of this, The good, the good men and women of the FBI BS. And I'm like, I, you know, my, th- my FBI, the FBI I know of, was the one that was hell pent on destroying the civil rights movement. Yep. Like, and like, so when I look at this, like the idea that somehow these are the only people in the world and in the government that exist outside of their own desires or opinions wholly and without question, it's pretty clear to me that the Secret Service, if not wholly, is largely a branch of the white supremacist movement in this country. That's right. And, if and I, that needs to get dealt with. That's right. If I worked at the White House, I. I would be from the top to the bottom getting rid of motherfuckers that's right but then now you understand why Pence didn't want to go wherever they were taking him. that's right because that's Pence was sitting there right. going I know who you are but I don't know who he well, is. is because the reality is and he knew he knew that these people couldn't be trusted And then homegirl mama pass has to pull down the drapes because they haven't even done that. Yeah. Be clear that these people are not only complicit and culpable. I believe that they aided and abetted this insurrection. Absolutely. I believe that they helped organize it. I believe that they absolutely did. We're hearing that they were getting phone calls from people from the Proud Boys and this one over here and that. When have you ever heard of a white Thank supremacist you. group needing to talk to the to the secret service oh. for crowd control? And be very clear that Enrico Tarrio had gone into the White House uh, uh, in December. How that was allowed to happen, I'll never understand. But Andrew Weissman did at least say, you know, it's hard to see all of this, to look at all of the warnings and all the chatter that we are, the the little what we've been able to see from their emails and from other communications since they've, you know, absolutely um, committed some form of evidence destruction about the texts. The the reaction to Black Lives Matters, these were people that obviously, you know, tear gassed and attacked a peaceful march, but really just kind of stood around and went, well, we don't really know what to do now, Miss Daisy. Like, I'm like, (laughs) well, you know what? Again and again and again. And I, I don't I. I'm not trying to belittle this, but I really do believe that we are living in the fear of a black nation in in that whenever Mm -hmm. people of power see blackness, it is a problem Mm -hmm. and it is a threat. Fear of a black planet. Yes. Um, just, Frank Laguzzi said it. He said one of the reasons, you know, why didn't the secret service, and he went so far, he went far enough to say in his commentary after the, you know, at the break of the hearing that clearly this goes beyond an intelligence fa- failure. I mean, he didn't go, the, neither of them went the way they should have gone on it. Um, but he did say, it, you know, it, if people had seen when he was in the FBI, if I'd seen any of this kind of chatter back and forth in the time that they saw it. And we would have canceled the event or certainly the, we wouldn't have allowed any protectee to be anywhere near it. So. But it wasn't about the protectee. It was about the movement and what they were going to do. And what the, I believe that the secret service who were protecting Donald Trump, who were part of the movement were mm-hmm. ready to do their new jobs under their new That's leader right. and lead and do the things and, and help work. carry out this insurrection. That's right. And let's not even act like it. So said, One of his comments was, you know, they, they didn't react. These people look like us. That's yeah. I don't know why they can't just say this is a racist seditious movement and, and because they they want to dance all around it but you know it, to me it was just telling to hear that the the up until 155 pm, the Secret Service had a detail that was poised and ready to take Trump mm-hmm. to the capitol mm-hmm. to be at the head of his mob. They still had people standing on duty they didn't call them off duty to take him there till 155. They were standing by. I'm crying and riveted way before this. Yes. Uh, and it's just, it's absolutely clear that the Secret Service and members, other members of law enforcement throughout um, the FBI, the Justice Department and and just other areas of law enforcement quite clearly are beyond complicit. And they didn't just fail. They didn't just drop. He tried to say they like grounded the ball on purpose. No, no, no they were ready to act. And they were, that's aiding and abetting. It was absolutely aiding and abetting. Absolutely. I I thought that they did a very good job of continually going back to Trump knew he lost the election. And in fact, they showed very clearly that back in July of before the election, Trump had already started the plan for if I'm losing, if I lose, I'm going to just say I won anyway. He was seating the ground then Then they were they start developing the plan, the election night plan. They wrote the script. They found that the script that he wrote, the I won, this was stolen script, was written way before it was written in October. Yeah. Before the election. Before the election. Because they had no intention of honoring that election ever, no matter what it said. For me, what the biggest issue here is: this is a theft that is still in progress. This is, this is this is this is this is this is still happening. What we're not stopping Trump from claiming something that was tr- that isn't true, and he's still he's still running on it. We have two hundred people running in our elections today based on a big lie, we are sitting here listening to all the top heads of Trump's advisement say this election wasn't stolen. That's right. And we know it. And he knew it. And over and over again, they said, he knew Trump knew it, and even if he didn't know it, even if he did, there's no justification for sending him a mob that you know is armed. You've been told at t- what you've been told they're armed. If let's pretend you didn't know till that morning, but you knew it then, and you knew that when that arm kept you knew they were armed. In fact, they showed that Trump, when conf- told about this, members of the uh people you know, the cropping armed, we've heard this before, but in more detail about how he said he, I didn't see that part of the speech ever until today, um, at, at the at the insurrection. Pre-insurrection rally where Trump said, let them in. He he tried to use the crowd against. The yeah. security's decision to have the magnetroners up. After already being told they weren't going to take them down, he said, Let them in, let them in, let them come in. And he knew what he knew then what he was doing. He knew that yep. he was sending an armed mob down to the Capitol. And even if he thought the election had been stolen, that is not how you deal with it. There is no way to justify his behavior and his and his absolute. They constructed this from beginning to to end. They showed the connections. Not only just this and the electors, the fake electors, they were trying, they tried 62 cases. That didn't work. They um, tried fake electors that didn't wasn't gonna work. They tried to they tried to call people himself. He called people himself. He's still calling people. We talked about it what like um two six weeks ago, Yay. eight weeks ago. He's still calling people and asking them to overturn this election. That's right. That's right. And we here's the problem: this country has got to decide whether it is wrong or right. Either we're going to follow laws and everybody has to follow the laws or only some of the people are going to follow the laws. I can tell you, you know, what they they really made it very clear today that to not call Donald Trump in would be a dele- dereliction of absolutely of their duty. And and what would be the point of the investigation? Mm-hmm. What are you investigate if you're not going to and, and represent Cheney said it? Liz Cheney said it very clearly. She's like, we can't just punish the foot soldiers. That's right. That's right. We'll be right back after these messages.
0: Are you struggling with our broken health care system in America? My name is Laura Packard, and my podcast, Care Talk, covers healthcare in America from a progressive perspective. Don't have health insurance? Don't understand the differences between insurance plans? Dealing with surprise medical bills, out-of-control prescription drug costs, or can't get the care you need? We'll get you answers. Do you think healthcare is a human right, and we've got to do better in this country? If this describes you or a friend or family member, listen to Care Talk with Laura Packard, podcast weekly on Tuesdays. Our healthcare experts answer your questions every week, and they go in depth on healthcare topics such as access to abortion after Roe, how gun violence affects healthcare, fighting medical bills, and more. Go to act.tv/caretalk or search for Care Talk with Laura Packard on your favorite podcast app to listen today. Welcome back. Uh, You know, today was the
1: January 6th hearing, and it was the jewelry recommendations of Life Without Parole for Nicholas Cruz. I don't know if you all had a chance to watch that hearing procedure, it was like a sea of sadness, an ocean yeah. of sadness, watching the friends and family members sit there as the jury's uh, decisions were being read out. And to be clear a, this was Nicholas Cruz's the shooter, the, of the shooter if Parkland. And it's really hard because Francis, and we were talking about before we started recording. And everything in me, on a visceral level, on a um, in my heart, is is I, 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 to honest on Front Street. Everything in me wants would wants to give these people, these family members, in this community whatever weapons they want, and give them each an opportunity to us uh, physically assault Nicholas Cruz. Trust me, that that like in my heart what I feel is rage, a violent yeah. rage and 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 a desperate desire for these people to get whatever they want. Yeah. To to deal with. But as you said, this panel, this jury four person says the three jurors voted against recommending the death penalty for the Parkland shooter. And you watched it, Francis, and their reaction was Yeah. It was, I mean, watching the parents, it was it was like watching them being sucker punched in the gut. Because they, it, you literally watched people, like, the pain, and then you saw the anger. They really thought they were going to get a death penalty. They really thought that they were going to get a death pe- penalty. And, you know, I, I have to say personally, I have gone in and out and in and out of the death penalty being um, a tool. And where I am today personally is I don't believe in it. I don't believe in taking an eye for an eye. I don't think it will make you whole. It I do believe it makes everybody blind. <laughs> it makes everybody blind. And and I do I do believe in justice. I believe that this person, I was angry that he had the opportunity to sit there this and beg for his fucking life and all when the people that he killed, he murdered senselessly. Did not have. They will be forever fourteen years old. They didn't get to beg for their lives. Nobody, to nobody listened to their pleas for their lives. He didn't listen to their pleas. And I will tell you, this is my problem with the death penalty. Unfortunately, that it doesn't. It's been shown to it doesn't actually stop people from committing crimes. No. Number one, no. So it's not a deterrent. Number two, our justice system is completely racist and classist, and so we all know who's go- who gets hit with the death penalty. It's why well, they had to even stopped it in Chicago if they found out that there were over, you know, I think well over fifty some cases, and I think I'm actually low on that, where one officer had basically lied and planted yep. evidence. Yep. Like our system is not is not doesn't operate in a way that gives me any confidence in its ability to carry out these those sorts of sentences. I and I do think removal from society. You know, and the whole whether or not he's mentally ill, you know, there's, I, you know, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a lawyer, but there's gotta, there's this area for me where maybe you're mentally ill, but you're competent you know yes. and so there's you got there's the gun. This, you made the plan you shot the I'm people. Saying. like you at, shot people 10 times like it's just sort of it's hard for me to just go with well he's mentally ill but on the other hand you know it's from a movie i don't know if it's an actual quote from anything else but i i try in those moments here i say it to myself you know that vengeance is a lazy form of grief yeah. that 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 is not how it is not the way even though it feels like we could all feel better yes it, it, it maybe we would, maybe we wouldn't, but it doesn't. It doesn't do. It isn't. I'm not sure it is justice. But I was, I, to be honest, I was shocked. I thought that he would get the death penalty. Yeah, um, and he's too young. They're not going to kill. They're not going to kill a kid. Like he would. Uh, uh, well, like he that's did. Not, that's not. That's not black. There. Well, there. There you go. And that's. It's. You know. And, and it's whether or not it's a travesty of justice um, or not. It's, it is, it's, it was, it's really hard to watch. It's hard. It's all it's of it is hard. Watch. It's awful. It's awful. And, you know, and, you know, I want a bomb for every single one of those parents. I want, there I want to. then there isn't one. And, and, you know, and I can't, and I can't sit here and say, and this is why I was having this conversation with my husband this morning. I can't sit here and say, if somebody had killed Abigail at 14 today, anytime. I would be able to sit here and go and have the, the wherewithal to say that person's death will not make me whole. Or that that it isn't the society we that I want to live in. You yeah. know, that I want my children, if they've been able to live, to live in. You know, yeah. that that violence begets violence. We could go into a whole bunch of arguments, philosophical and just technical, about what the death penalty and, and what our judicial prison system actually does accomplish. But at the end of it, there was one thing that happened this week that did feel really good. And yes. I hope we'll continue to feel really good in this area. And that is, ooh, Ooh, say it for me, Francis. Connecticut jury says Alex Jones must pay almost mm. one billion dollars to Sandy Hook families. Ooh, ooh, ooh feel the ooh, feel ooh. one billion, ooh. b billion. Ooh. And understand, I did a little mini woo-woo-woo dance when I heard that that's not punitive damages no. those were compensatory damages they haven't done punitive yet that's yes. where they can get for real serious and i was like oh and alex jones as is typical the entire time has been uh, saying oh i don't care oh he was live recording i think mm-hmm. as the as the money was being awarded And so he was, and he kept going, oh, add it up. That's not high enough. Oh, more and more. Oh, they're never going to get any of this. I'm going to tie this up in court. They're never going to get any of this. Mm -hmm. See, those are the kind of statements that make me say, go get it now. Yep. Go, go. Go grab him. And I would, and this is how I want them to get it, Francis. hmm. I want them to pick that human up by his ankles. (laughs) Have the biggest, the biggest cop we got. That's right. Whoever that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar man is, Mm find him. Have him hold Alice Jones upside down and jingle him. I want the change in his pockets. That's right. I want him to never be able. I want the thoughts in his head. I want Mm. the thoughts in his head to shake out. I want him to not be able to afford a Hulu subscription. I want him. Out of business, and there has to be a point. Free speech should not mean he gets to keep doing this. No, he there shouldn't. has to be a point where he is not where there is a he gets put in jail, he gets silenced. You have we as a study really have to look at where we because I think we've gotten very confused about the concept of free speech mm-hmm. and, and the idea that you can't just he's sitting there inside and using he's using the the fact that he's just lost in between all of his rantings and oh yeah, do what you want. You're not going to get it. He does that. And then he keeps saying that he wants money. Yeah. Buy my supplement. Yes. That's right. It couldn't be more clear what's going on. And it could not have happened to a worse person. You know what I'm saying? And that is our final word. And now welcome to resistance wrap up. Here's the deal. Go to swing left. Please. Go swing left. go there right now. Go right there. Go go there. There are races that need you and need your mind, need your help. And let me tell you something. Somebody today and I tried to I tried to take it down, but I don't you know how it is with grandmommy and the and the Twitters. I don't know that I successfully did. Mm. But what I don't need, Angela V. Shelton, and I think you'll give me Francis. What we I don't need on our it is you may not like some of these candidates. But what this person said is we were like, you need to vote, act, you know, help mm-hmm. these people in these vulnerable states where we really we could flip, we and or we could get a better majority. Mm-hmm. And not, not just keep our majority and keep the slim whatever majority we have and but but absolutely render people like um, what's her name? Cinema and uh, what's his name? Right, uh, render them invalid. Mansion, like we could absolutely do that. But if you don't, I don't. Please don't go up here and say things like you don't like the the other candidate. I don't care. Like yeah. you don't like the Democrat who's I, up? Are you like, kidding I, me? I don't. I, I, I really Walker? don't. I, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Do that on your own feed. Do that on your own feed because we're not here to do that this is there's there's uh, no no (laughs) swing left no if you can please I'm Frances Callier I'm Angela V. Shelton we are for Angela thank you so much for listening to the final word